It is what it is. But what if it isn't? Salutations, Snowdrift County. This is your community news. Folks, before we get started, I have an urgent weather warning. Tonight, we're expecting a blizzard. While all of us in the county are no strangers to snowfall, those who recall the blizzard of 98 can assure us that this is nothing to sneeze at. We will be expecting up to 7 feet of snow by morning, with temperatures reaching below zero. Sheriff Walters and Mayors Cooper and Livingston urge everyone to stay indoors and to stay in a heated area. Those who do not have proper heating will be able to take shelter in the following locations. Blairsville Academy Campus Gymnasium, Bromdale Public Schools Gymnasium, Meredith Broxton Memorial Hospital, The Wardencliffe Power Station, Preston Private Schools Gymnasium, Snowdrift County Medical Center in Winston, Maligan's Pub and Grill, and any of the farming warehouses in Kirkman. Station management would also like to say that the radio station is considered a heat shelter for those in need, but we only have a capacity of about 80 people. It's going to be a rough night, citizens. Be safe. I will be covering this storm as it makes its way through the county, but let us not worry about the present that we cannot control. Instead, let us recall a past that can be remembered. Earlier today was the first ever Visitation Day at Shady Pines Home for the Elderly in Winston. Organized by Meredith Broxton, citizens from all over the county were allowed to visit their retired relatives without having to make an appointment for a soundproof room and sign waivers to protect the stories from decades past. People were able to meet in the common area and converse freely among everyone else, openly hearing and sharing stories. I went to visitation day myself, taking Danielle to meet their grandparents. Originally, we did go to see my parents, but we ran into an old friend my proverbial uncle, and the previous host to this very show, Derek Williams. We had a blast catching up, and Derek really enjoyed telling Danielle stories from when he used to babysit me. You'd be surprised how much of your childhood you wind up forgetting once you reach adulthood. After the event, Meredith Broxton called it a resounding success. Overall, there were about 280 visitors to Shady Pines Home for the Elderly throughout the day, including myself and Danielle. It took a lot of paperwork to get permission for this event, but hopefully the success will allow it to happen again. I really hope it does. Those rooms aren't exactly comfortable places to meet. Citizens, I am getting word that the blizzard has started. I hope you are all bundled up. The wind and snowfall have started picking up in the towns of Blairsville and Preston, and the countywide temperature has lowered to an average of 20 degrees. 
the temperature continues to drop as the gusting wall of snow makes its way southeast. If you are outside, go to your nearest heat shelter. Temperatures are expected to drop to 10 degrees before the wall of wind-blown snow is to reach Bromdale. If you are one of the citizens who volunteers their home as a heat shelter during these times when our great chilling god decides to test us, be sure to light your beacons now to let any wayward walkers know there is shelter. We here at the station are still accepting people seeking a heat shelter in Wardenclyffe. So far, the only one to come is my child, Danielle. I insisted they should come to the station until the storm passes. While I do have my obligation to raise the child assigned to me, I also have my obligation to all of you. We shall endure this storm together. While we sit and wait for this to pass, I have an interesting personal ad here to read on the news for after the storm. Aaron Cook, the eccentric collector of Preston, is looking to clear up some space in his home. You all know what that means. He has another collection for sale. This time, he has a collection of paperclip chains that he's looking to sell. The clips are made of a wide variety of materials, ranging from your standard aluminum to more sturdy titanium and even precious metals like gold, silver, and platinum. He's selling the chains for $100 a yard, but you have to venture to Preston and retrieve your chain from the study in the fifth floor of Aaron Cook's house. He would sort them out himself, but the chains of paper clips are in a tangled mess and make it nearly impossible to actually navigate the room. He suggests burning wire cutters. The extra special clips are towards the desk by the back of the sparkling space. Hmm, I'm gonna have to take Aaron up on that offer. I do have a pair of wire cutters to get to the back of the room. Or Danielle could use her psychokinetic abilities to get the better ones in the back. What do you think, Danielle? Danielle? What are you looking at? Something out the window. Oh. That can't be good. Well, that explains the clouds lighting up like that. Folks, I have an urgent message from the power station here in Wardenclyffe. It seems the blizzard is causing some interference in sending electricity to the entire county. Reports from Sheriff Walters are coming in that power has gone out in various places around Preston and Bromdale, with the blackout zone growing as we speak. Currently, the countywide temperature is at an average of 5 degrees, with the blizzard covering the whole of most of our homes. Even in the best insulation, the chill of the outside air will still find its way in. The public heat shelters have now turned on their generators in order to prepare for the spreading interruption of electricity firing invisibly from the power station. Sheriff Walters is currently patrolling her hometown of Preston, gathering those who have lost power to bring them to the Preston Private School's gymnasium. Deputy Sheriff Marshall is doing the same for Bromdale, 
bringing those in the blackout zone to the Bromdale Public Schools Gymnasium. If you are without power, stay inside and wait for them to approach your house. You will know when you hear the sirens. Do not try to make the trip on your own. Snow devils have been spotted out there, traveling faster than usual. You would not want to be caught off guard. While those of you in the blackout zones are still waiting for your escorts, hopefully listening to this on your portable radios with fresh Emporium brand batteries, let's take a look at the traffic. Don't worry, folks. Help is on the way. But let's get our minds off of this worry, and take the time to update ourselves. In sports. After much arguing and many delays, the Debate League held its final match, and this year's champions are the Preston Wampus Cats, for their victory against last year's champions, the Bromdale Moose, where the topic was, should food be so costly? when it is a necessity. The Wampus Cats made a valid argument that the cost of food is primarily there to pay the warehouse workers in Kirkman and convince the judges enough to secure victory. But I know that's not the news people are looking for when it comes to the debate league. Between the power outage and having to get clearance to talk about it, it took so long to finally be able to bring it up on the air. Citizens, I can finally talk about the debate between the Bromdale Moose and the Kirkman Woodchucks about what to do with the members of the Congregation of the Peaceful Meadow. Both sides made compelling arguments with the Woodchucks surprisingly taking the stance to punish the Congregation members for their blasphemy. The Bromdale Moose, on the other hand, merely sees the Congregation of the Peaceful Meadow as a wayward cult that could be reintegrated into society and brought back into the Church of Sothagua. The debate resulted in a tie. The county senate, who decided to be the judges for this debate, are still arguing over who won and what should actually be done with the congregation members. The twelve members of the senate have attempted to take a vote on it. Six voted for punishment. The other six voted for re-education, leaving each pair of representatives opposing themselves. This is the first ever tie in a county senate vote since its establishment. The chambers of County Hall in Bromdale have been in constant ruckus since then, and all non-essential civil servants have been evacuated. It is advised that all citizens avoid going to County Hall until this dispute is over. In other sports-related news, the Machine Repair Championships is starting to heat up. In their last match, the Kirkman Woodchucks came across a difficulty 
when fixing a broken gear in the large grandfather clock that was presented to the teams. In the removal of the gear, they managed to further break the clock. This gave the Blairsville Jackalopes a lead in repairing their own clock, as they had no issue in removing the faulty gear, and thus resulting in a victory for the Jackalopes. The next machine repair match will be the Bromdale Moose against the Preston Wampus Cats at the Bromdale Gymnasium next Friday. Also coming up this week, on Wednesday, the Blairsville Jackalopes will be facing off against the Bromdale Moose at the Blairsville Academy Campus Gymnasium for their next basketball match. The Moose have had a strong start to the season, all thanks to their captain, Jenna O'Malligan, who has been leading her team through her recently discovered telepathic powers, allowing her to strategize with her teammates in real time on the court, without giving anything away to her opponents. This kind of advantage is still being disputed, but until otherwise said, Jenna is allowed to continue playing and to continue using her abilities to silently speak amongst her team. Alright, I received an update on the citizens whose homes are without power and are traversing the storm to find heat. Sheriff Walters has successfully managed to guide the people of Preston to the Preston Private Schools Gymnasium with no issue. However, this doesn't seem to be the case for Sheriff Deputy Marshall and the people of Brondale. Snow devils have started forming in mass in the metropolitan city, blocking off the paths to the Brondale Public Schools Gymnasium. Fortunately though, they were able to take shelter at Malgan's Pub and Grill as the wind blows outside of the restaurant, many of the citizens hear words within its howl. The voice hiding in the winds was male, a deep, coarse sound that seems to bring comfort. This sound calmed most of the citizens huddled in Maligans, yet it had a different effect of those of the tanned in the restaurant. Members of the congregation of the peaceful meadow seem to believe that the voice is calling to them, asking them to come outside and embrace the cold. One such member, Hank Arlo, is chanting a prayer to the congregation's goddess of the meadow to give him strength to resist the alluring call of the voice. His fellow cult members are chanting along with him. Speaking of the congregation, I have a personal ad here from one of their members. Since his joining of the blasphemous group, Gene Grady has been excommunicated from a majority of the community-based activities throughout the county. Because of this, he has found himself feeling lonely and having a hard time maintaining and forging friendships. In order to try and get more friends, and to try and reconnect with those he had before he joined the congregation, Gene is hosting a meet-and-greet at his house in Wardencliffe. All in the county are invited, and it will take place next Friday after he gets home from work at Kirkman School for Agriculture. Come and meet a new friend. Well, that's sad. My once good friend has succumbed to loneliness so horribly that he had to take an ad out on the radio just to try and get people to talk to him. I wish I could do more for him. But the excommunication laws are pretty strict, although they don't say anything about 
meeting outside of public. Hmm. Folks, I need to think this over real quick. Let's go to a word from our sponsors. The finest dining in all of Snowdrift County. The most expensive dining in all of Snowdrift County. Come and enjoy the aroma of foods you can't afford. Made from ingredients you cannot find. Come and admire our natural cavern interior. The owner of La Foi, Gerald Ralser, is hosting a special event, and all of Snowdrift County is invited. A special guest, renowned author Julia Nasher, will be having a book signing for her latest book, Midnight on Flatland, this weekend at the La Foi waiting area. Come and get any of Julia's books signed and admire our collection of highest shelf liquors. If you and your friends pool your money together, you might be able to get a drink. La Foi. Book signing is one per non-customer and five books per customer. Only 20 copies of Midnight on Flatland will be available for sale at the signing. First come, first serve. Um... Folks, I received some strange news from Deputy Sheriff Marshall. Hank Arlo has stopped his chanting and left Maligan's pub and grill. As he left, the wind began howling louder, and the whispering voice was suddenly audible to everyone. Many reported it joyfully laughing. Currently, the average countywide temperature is at negative 5 degrees, with a wind chill of minus 22. As Hank ran down Market Street in the sub zero temperatures, the deputy sheriff rushed after him. When he caught up with Hank, the heretic member of our community was in the center of a snow devil. The wind whipped around him, the snow circling him in such great amount that he was unseen from the outside of the small twister. The snow devil surrounded Hank for 15 minutes, with the deputy sheriff trying to get him out of the sparkling white cyclone. Soon after though, the wind stopped, the snow settled, and the voice in the air was quiet. The devils dispersed, the one surrounding Hank leaving him unconscious in the snow However, Hank was changed from his experience with the center of a snow devil. As a member of the Congregation of the Peaceful Meadow, Hank Arlo had developed an unnatural reddish hue to his skin after exposure to the glowing winds from the south as he worked on the main street widening. After being exposed to the snow devil, the pigmentation of Hank's skin has been restored to its original state he no longer physically appears to be one of the tanned. With the snow devils gone, Sheriff Deputy Marshall was able to lead the other citizens at Maligan's Pub and Grill to the Bromdale Public Schools Gymnasium to wait out the rest of the blizzard. With Hank still unconscious though, the Sheriff Deputy had to continue his travels in the cold 
to Meredith Broxton Memorial Hospital to place the now pale man under the care of the doctors and nurses there. The storm is still raging outside, and the wind has picked up once again. I hate to say this, citizens, as much as I would like to stay with you until the blizzard passes, our time is up. I hope you will all stay safe through the remainder of the night. Good night, Snowdrift County, and stay warm. Salutation Snowdrift is a Broken Unicorn Studios production, written and performed by Nicholas Gold. All music was provided by Kevin McLeod. Check out his stuff at incompetech.com. Want to keep up with what we're doing? Feel free to subscribe and follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Have any questions or comments? Want to help us out with the show? Send us an email at brokenunicornstudios at gmail.com. And thank you for listening. <laughs>